0: You're listening to Western Sydney Health Check, a podcast talking all things health, providing current and accurate healthcare information for the community and our staff. I'm Sia. And I'm Harrison. And we'll be taking you through this podcast. Wonderful to be here today and thank you everyone for tuning in. On today's episode, we're going to be chatting to two members of the Western Sydney Local Health District Youth Council, Jessica Lamb and Icknick Kelsey. Interestingly, they're both 22 years old both pharmacy interns and clearly both passionate about youth health. Jessica and Ikneet, welcome and thank you for taking the time to be with us today.
1: Thanks for having us. Thank you.
0: Jessica, can we start with you first? Uh, could you just briefly share with us what is the Youth Council?
1: So the Western City Local Health District Youth Council was a council that was formed in 2017 and it comprises of a group of young people aged between 16 and 24 years of age. So we're really just the council here to... I guess, get the ideas of the executives of the Western Sydney Local Health District and give them um, a few ideas from young people, but we're also passionate about developing a voice for adolescent and young adult health in Western Sydney, and I guess just increasing understanding of health literacy and finding ways we can engage with young people in health.
0: Okay, really interesting. Ikneet, could you tell us a little bit more about the role of the Youth Council there in, in Western Sydney and developing that voice for young people?
2: Yeah, definitely. So, as a council, we represent uh, the youth within the Western Sydney Local Health District. So, we work both in partnership with staff within the Western Sydney Local Health District um, to engage with them improving health systems and, and that sort of giving feedback in that regard. But we also work within the community as well and the youth um, to see how we can gain their ideas to relay back to the
0: staff. Yeah, it's wonderful that you're both uh, part of this council doing such important work. And you're right. The big topic in the world today is, of course, COVID-19. Could you share some of your thoughts on, you know, what is the impact of this pandemic on young Australians?
1: I guess I'll kick it off. Um, I guess with the young people in the community, what we say is uh, it's a big broner, and it's had a lot of impact on young people. Um, I guess in terms of our social life, our mental health status, how school has changed for young people. I think COVID-19 has definitely taken a big toll on young people.
0: Mm. Um, I'm interested, for example, in um, study. Obviously, both of you being interns are still studying. ICNIT. Have you found that it's affected you much?
2: Um, so essentially, both Jessica and I, So we have been impacted in terms of how our workplace has changed to accommodate for the COVID-19 um, pandemic. Um, we've definitely seen um, a, definitely a larger influx of patients come into our um, pharmacies, um, but also in the way that we function as well as a pharmacy that's changed as well. In terms of my individual day-to-day life, I would say mostly it has stayed the same just because we are that essential uh, frontline worker kind of service, um, but definitely not to say that we've definitely been doing all the social isolation protocols and following the health orders as well.
1: To jump in with what Icknit was saying, um, even though we are working in pharmacy and we are those essential workers as young people, um, in terms of studying and what you just said, we're also part of, still part of university and we're still going to university and we have our seminars. And I think that's impacted quite a lot of young people, I guess, at university and at school because we've had to shift from going into school and going into university onto everything that's online. And for a lot of individuals that I've spoken to, they've said that there's been a lot of impact on their motivation to study and engaging with their friends. They're not seeing them, so they feel quite isolated at home.
0: Yeah, I think it's so important to talk about that um, isolation that's occurring at the moment. Do you see with the distancing that we've had to do, has it taken a toll on on people's mental health?
1: I think it definitely has. Um, I think that you have to look at everyone's, situation and everyone's perspective, in particular for young people. There's some people with really great family environments and I'm sure they're thriving in this time of social distancing and spending more time with their families while there are other people who might not have um, that family bonding and might be living alone. So, um, For example, people that are in university who've moved to different states and they're living alone, they might feel quite isolated and lonely.
0: You mentioned as well that you're both... Frontline workers or essential workers, how does it feel beginning your health career in the middle of a global pandemic?
2: It's been um, if I jump in, it's been quite challenging, but also very um, eye-opening and I'd say gratifying in a sense as well. Um, I was speaking with my colleagues the other day about it. It was it's been like extremely busy within the pharmacy, but it just shows how important um, like like the role of healthcare professionals are in terms of providing a service for our community.
0: Absolutely. There was a lot of talk early in the pandemic that young people weren't taking it or weren't going to take uh, this disease seriously, that they thought they were basically immune to it. Has that been your experience? Have you seen that it's been difficult to get young people to really take it seriously?
1: Um, With my peers and other young people that I've talked to at work, at university, online, and I guess people within our uh, council itself. I guess young people do want to take it seriously, but at the same time, it was really difficult to find our footing in how we could approach social distancing and self isolation and quarantine because the restrictions were kind of iffy and we weren't sure if you could go out to grab food and what those restrictions meant. So, a lot of the time, we're often really confused about how to approach those restrictions. That's what I found from my perspective.
0: Mm. Do you feel that the restrictions have gotten more clear over time, Jessica?
1: I definitely think they have. Um, I think that the police and the government have enforced more rules and I guess that's made it a lot clearer to understand the restrictions. And I guess because it's emphasised so much on our day-to-day, it makes more sense as each day goes by. But I think at the very beginning, um, when this stuff about young people not taking coronavirus seriously was coming out, I think it's because the restrictions were so um, iffy and I didn't know where to follow them.
0: Jessica, I like that earlier you referred to the uh, virus as Big Rona. I know that um, um, memes and and that sort of stuff is... um, you know, a big part of the way young people communicate, but maybe for older people, it gives the wrong impression. It, it makes it seem like you're not taking it seriously when you're having a joke about it. Do you think that maybe that's contributed to some of the conceptions out there?
1: Maybe, but I feel like at this sort of time, I guess young people need something lighthearted to look at, and I guess in an older person's perspective, they might not get memes and those sort of jokes. But I think for young people it's actually a good way for them to just have a little light have a little laugh but also understand that it is also serious and there are also restrictions um but i guess it's a balance you really have to think about it as a balance you can't just pull too much thought into it or else you might go into too much thought and that could impact someone's mental health so it's just a balance of understanding that it's serious and understanding the right steps to take and following the rules but also having some lightheartedness as well so that you're not I guess, sucked into those um, other thoughts that you might have that would be more negative.
0: Yeah.
2: And just to add on to that, um, we, as the Youth Council, we did develop a small campaign on our Facebook page. Um, It was in direct relation to the COVID-19 outbreak um, and it was like the wellness week. So it was primarily aimed at providing those daily prompts for the youth group. Um, in order to improve their health and well-being during this quarantine time. Um, So we tried to have that balance between the humour and but also the education um, to ensure the right message was being relayed.
0: Mm. It's a hard line to get right, but I think you're both right that it's important to reach people with humour but also just to be able to have a laugh and find the lighter side in, in difficult times as well. That's a very Australian attitude. (laughs)
2: yeah definitely
0: if we can keep it um maybe a little serious just for the next uh discussion as well i'm curious what you think of maybe might be some of the long-term impacts that this is going to have on young people maybe on their health or or job prospects or or that sort of thing
1: i think job prospects is definitely uh quite difficult for young people at this time particularly graduates of university or graduates of high school and young people coming out to look for jobs um because there are job cuts and what essential workers are versus non-essential workers it makes it difficult for them to actually go job hunting and i guess in an economical way there's a big impact hopefully in long term things start to pick up again but i do think there's going to be a big struggle in finding a job um, because a lot of people are a job keeper and are having difficulty like sustaining their lifestyle because they don't have that money coming in from their income. So I think it's going to definitely have a big impact on young people.
0: With those impacts that Jessica was talking about, do you feel that young people's voices and their concerns are being heard?
2: Um, I would say yes to an extent. Um, it depends who's on the receiving end of the voices being heard. Um, I can definitely hear from like our perspective the same issues that Jessica was talking about. Um, I definitely do believe like um, our government organizations do understand the implications of and the long-term challenges of the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, but I guess that's where we have to step in and provide that voice in order to advocate for this age group and to kind of highlight the issues and the, the struggles and the challenges that are being experienced during this time.
0: Definitely. Jessica, what do you see as the role of the Youth Council in particular through this pandemic?
1: I think the role of the Youth Council is there to support the youth in Western Sydney. Um, being an, a voice for them. If they need any help, they can come to the Youth Council. Like I mentioned earlier, we had that Wellness Week where we would put posts just to help encourage young people and find activities to do in their day-to-day while they're quarantining or self-isolating. But I think overall, the Youth Council is just a council that's there for young people. We want to find ways that we can engage with them, so if they can engage back, that'd be really great.
0: And on a lighter note, um, what are some of the ways that you've seen young people sort of encouraging each other and supporting each other through this time?
1: I think a good one actually um, is a lot of young people have been taking that step to help uh, older people as well, like the elderly. Um, one of my friends, she started doing this thing where she would put a note at her neighbor's door and she would say, if you need help with groceries, just let me know. I think it's really good that young people... Uh, opening up their circle and volunteering more and trying to help um, because they know that they're the ones that are less impacted, but they're taking that step out to try and help people. I think that's a really great initiative that young people have kind of pushed out.
2: I also think um, it's also put everything, a, a lot of things into perspective. And um, I believe like with young people, they've definitely through the internet and through social media, have definitely become more connected as a community. Um, And that's been one of the ways that um, they've been able to go through this pandemic.
0: Yeah, we've definitely seen the power and the limitations, I guess, of online connections lately. Just for a last big question for both of you, this pandemic has really changed so much of our day-to-day lives and a lot of the things we take for granted are completely different right now. Do you maybe see any potentials for positive change in society coming out of this, you know, with shaking everything up? Might we look back on some positive changes in the future that were made possible through this time?
2: I can definitely see from like uh, like a pharmacist role um, the changes that have been made in the pharmaceutical profession in order to adapt to the changes and how to reach out for those more vulnerable members, so like the elderly population, um, like people with mental and physical disabilities who may not be able to reach a pharmacy. We've definitely come up with online ways such as online um, prescribing and delivery services, so just to improve accessibility to services.
1: And I think adding on to what Igmeet said, like other positive things that I've noticed from a health perspective, um, definitely things like telehealth. I feel like more people because of the coronavirus, they're becoming more innovative with their ideas in finding ways to get i guess to talk to other people like they've been using things like zoom Um, so i guess innovation is definitely a positive thing that's come out of coronavirus i think also um, teaching people about hygiene and campaigning about like hand washing and gloves and face masks i think everyone will be more aware in our day-to-day life of being a little bit more hygienic and ways to keep everything sustainable
0: definitely yeah it's been a learning time for all of us that's for sure that's about all we have time for today but thank you so much for sharing your unique perspective on COVID-19 and and how it's affecting young Australians, big Rona I should say have you got any last uh, (laughs) thoughts or uh, words of encouragement you'd like to share?
1: Um, Just keep swimming, keep going at it, Um, stay safe, follow the restrictions and always make sure you have a little bit of a laugh but also take things seriously. That's from me.
2: Yeah, definitely in the same line. Um, Definitely important to be informed of the the health orders that are being made by the government, but also just to keep it lighthearted as well and we'll get through it one day at a time.
1: And if you ever have any questions, there's always the Youth Council that's ready on our Facebook page for you to reach out to.
0: Definitely. Yeah, we need to give a shout out to the Youth Council page for sure. Jessica and Ikneet, thank you so much for your time. Thanks Thanks so much for having us, Harrison. Thanks for listening to Western Sydney Health Check. This podcast is produced by Western Sydney Local Health District. For the latest news, visit us at thepulse.org.au.